Let's go! Cool kids step to the front. Cool kids. Too sweet sign for the click. Bitch, you don't work there. Feel like I need a shower just looking Gotta get ready, kick quick. Yeah, I'm up next on the prince. They ain't been the same ever since. Living pretty good. We cut the hand off I got no bitches. Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, one binary pals, and everybody in between. Welcome back to the Gresham Lee's podcast for a very, very rare and more than likely last ever Raw after WrestleMania post show review. And um, I'm be honest with you, this was a episode of Raw. Episode of Raw. Uh, but for those of you who are new around here, I am the voice that does the most. I am the purveyor of mischief, Gresh, and joining me. For probably the last time we ever do this, but he's not going to lead the show, but he is none other than my tag team partner, the voice of the Unleashed Anthem himself. He's none other than Highlight Real. What's up, brother? <laughs> um, well, I wish I could say more than what we got tonight, but, uh, you know, <laughs> you know how it is, brother. <laughs> it's great to be with you again, man. We we back at it. I don't know. I don't know who, who got coerced into doing this. Yeah, but we probably gonna do this shit again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, facts though, big facts, <laughs> big facts. Man, you talking about Jip? Oh my lord! Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say Jip, y'all? I mean, after y'all got Whoopi Goldberg for that word the other day, I'm just trying to make sure I don't get you know. I ain't know that was offensive these days. I'm like, dang. I don't know what's offensive these days no more. I just say whatever I say, and then if you get offended, that, that's your business. <laughs> <laughs> Legit. That's all we can do. Because after a while, I'm like that one person said, I'm going to run out of words. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. Oh, man. Uh, my, my, my Twitter is blowing up because uh, for those of you who don't know, after watching, sitting through three hours of Monday Night Raw, uh, I blocked <laughs> Triple H, Vince McMahon, and Sesame Street got caught in the crossfire. <laughs> 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 so now everybody trying to figure out why the hell I why the hell did I block Sesame Like what the big murder them do? I don't know. They got caught caught in the crossfire. That's my bad. <laughs> you know <laughs> what can you do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, oh my god! But <laughs> but like I said. Tonight's Raw. It was Raw at the WrestleMania. Everybody hyped. We, we were still riding the high over WrestleMania. Night one, night one killed it. Night two, uh, it was up and down. Mm-hmm. And then you was like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm interested in Raw. What are they going to do? Like, what are they going to do something interesting? They're going to do something intriguing? I'll be honest with you. Nothing happened. It was literally business as usual. It was legitimately business. <laughs> Ken said, what the hell Elmo do to you? I- Listen, listen. It, it was it was either um, it was either Sesame Street or PBS Kids in general. It was one of them. Somebody's gonna get blocked. Somebody's gonna get that third block. I, I was in. I was determined to block three people. I was gonna block somebody. I'm like, oh, Sesame Street. It was gonna either be PBS Kids, Sesame Street, Arthur, or Big Bird. Somebody's gonna get that block. It was gonna get that. I can't block Brock because I already know he don't get on Twitter. So it's like, what's the point? But nah, <laughs> it was a joke. Like, 
It was a joke. Like if people, people, it's, it's, I don't know why. I'm like, I just posted. I'm like, man, man, forget this. <laughs> <laughs> but you want to know how I feel after watching Raw? I feel like Brock. <laughs> Brock legit flipped the bird, bird. at the end of the show. <laughs> I was like, look at Brock pulling a Stone Cold Steve Austin. I see you, country boy. They had to zoom in real quick. It was like, oh shit. Oh shit! Cause I don't, I, don't, I think he was taking liberties, but that's how I feel about watching Rock. Like, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, he pretty much signified in the biggest way possible what we all <laughs> felt deep inside this whole three hours. Like, bump this. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna like. Also, for those of you who are just now tapping in, we are also going to be talking about the WWE selling to Endeavor. We're probably going to spend more time on that than we do Raw because. When I tell you raw, nothing happened. Nothing really happened. And that's all I can tell you. Nothing remotely happened. So much so WWE didn't even update their their the dot com with the results. It's like everything, it felt like everything was just on the fly. It's like as soon as they announced this sale, everything was just happening. Like I literally put out a tweet. I said I said this, I said watching today's raw was literally like watching a CW show. Everything's just happening. I know I used that joke last night, but this is legit how I felt. I'm like, what is happening? Like, mm -hmm. I'm not like people assume that I'm I'm angry. Like, you can you can interpret my tweets how you want. I was literally just confused. I was like, so what is going on here? What are we doing here? <laughs> Absolutely like, nothing. Like there was nothing happening. Like nothing happened. The only thing I liked about it, I asked you what you liked about it. Uh, mm -hmm. I like Brock attacking Cody Rhodes because mm -hmm. that that gives him that gives Cody that adversity that he has to go, go through. Go through, yeah. No yeah. better adversity than Brock, that's for sure. And but but the only way I would crap on that is if WWE has Brock beat Cody, then I'm like, what the fuck are we doing here? No, you're right. Like he he has to be a guy like Brock if they go that route. And yeah. then I was kind of hoping. I mean, we're gonna see what happens in time. But at some point, you got to get Rhodes to. When you get back to Roman, you got to get through Solo first too. I would hope. So, like like give him some legit adversity because it's yeah it's like that. Also, I like the Street Profits versus uh, Ko and Sami Zayn. Like that was a fun match. Tez kept hitting the taunt button. <laughs> <laughs> what was all that with Brock Lesnar at the end? Why the fingers did he quit? Nah, he was just being Brock. <laughs> Brock was literally being Brock. True. You know, I can see why you would think that, bro. Because, I mean, last time he did do a double flick off like that. I mean, you know, I go back to WrestleMania 20 when he was like, bump this. Him and Goldberg both were like, yeah, we out. Fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs> fuck this shit, I'm out. Hey, girl, fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs> Oh man, facts though. Like yeah, like no, ain't nothing happened for real, for real. But I did like both, <laughs> both of my wifey Liv and EO showing up. That's what I'm saying. Nothing happened. Like yeah, ooh, Liv and EO showed up. Cool. Rhea and Bianca had a face off. Cool. Is is real going to be on SmackDown now? Because she's SmackDown Women's Champion. Are they going to merge the titles? It was like nothing was answered. Yeah, they didn't even tell. They were just like we just like we're supposed to figure that out. Like, see y'all merging the titles or what we doing? Like, what was the point of that? <laughs> I don't even know. You know? you know what I'm saying? Like nothing happened, and I'm like, 
no draft announcement, no. Speaking of no. announcements, we might as well just talk about the, the start. Triple H opened up the show talking about an announcement. He's like, oh, we're going, or it, he he opened the show. He's like, I'm kicking off the show. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing as a thank you to Hollywood. And I thought mm-hmm. this man was praying for a second. Um, because he was he was he stood in this position for like 20 minutes. He was like a, an evangelist, if you will. <laughs> evangelist triple H. Huh. But he did his whole entrance and everything, and I'm like, all right. Uh Triple H basically thanked everybody for making this a success. And he basically alluded to the WWE sale without saying it out loud. He's like, We're not going anywhere. And I'm like, Well, no shit. <laughs> You're WWE. I'm not going nowhere. So I'm like, okay. So he's like, oh, so now you acknowledge here's Roman Reigns. I'm like, huh. Uh, uh, okay. And Roman came out cocky as ever. Just like, yeah. Acknowledge me. With no bloodline shirt that most people have been pointing out all day tonight. Yeah, he, he, he debuted that after uh, Sammy turned. So he, yeah, he debuted no. that after Rumble. So he's he's had that for a minute. But I, I get what you're saying. They're basically they're basically about to set up Roman firing the Usos for losing. <laughs> <laughs> for real, I'm like, uh oh, that ain't good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then obviously Cody Rhodes came out to challenge Roman to a rematch. Nice little decent pop from from the crowd. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I'm like, oh, okay. So what are we gonna? He's like, oh, I want a rematch. Paul was like, "Not gonna happen. The only way you're gonna get a rematch is if you fa- if you team up with somebody to face Roman and Solo in the main event. For and if if our team wins, you can never challenge for the title ever again. But if your team wins, you get a rematch. And then out came Cowboy Brock, and I'm like, "Huh? <laughs> 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 what, what? What are we doing here? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and then." Uh, then we got a basically basically got a tag team announcement. It was gonna be Cowboy Brock versus Cody Rhodes, oh, and Cody Rhodes versus Solo Sokoa and Roman Reigns. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then after this segment, like, if I can tell you this right now, if you turn Raw off at eight thirty, because I had I had Derek text mm-hmm. me like, I'm gonna watch Raw. And nigga tapped in, tapped out at fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he said. He 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 pulled a Brock. Mm-hmm. He pulled a Brock. He said, "Fuck this shit, I'm out." And Swallow, I said, "This isn't mandatory to pop up, but if you do, let me know." She said, "Nigga, I was sleep at eight o two. She went straight to sleep. She's like, I'm good. <laughs> if it's like mm-hmm. the entire atmosphere for for this show was just off, flat, straight up, and." Flat. And I understand a lot of people. I know the people's go to is to like blame Vince because when we get to the WWE sales stuff, I believe he's going to be involved in creative. That's what they alluded to. Uh And I'm like, have we, are we ready to accept the fact that we can start blaming Triple H now if the show sucks? Because he's been in creative since July, it's April. Like, I'm not saying everything was bad, but you can say, you can admit that Triple H is not perfect. Because I ain't gonna lie to you, some NXT is not, was, when he was in charge, was not that perfect. 
we're not gonna forget uh a, a lot of stuff that, he, that that went on with that so that's what i'm saying i'm like when are we going to be able to just say you know what triple h isn't perfect i don't know like some of this stuff isn't gonna gonna ain't gonna fly as much. It's it's completely okay because that's all I was seeing down my timeline. Like, well, Vince is in charge. Vince is back in charge. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure if Triple H is still the final say, we can blame him too. If some so, this was this was not it. This entire show was just it was it had some highs and then it had some lows. Uh, what else happened on this show? That's what I'm saying. A lot of shit happened and I could not process 95 percent of it. Uh, are we going chronological order or just whatever we felt like? Whatever, whatever. Uh, as I mentioned, you know, given backlashes in Puerto Rico, here comes the bad bunny effect. And well, only got choke slammed through an announcer's table by Damian Priest, <laughs> former best friend, if you will. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, there was that. Um, no, they didn't make sense. I, I totally agree. The matches didn't make sense. Jessica said the matches didn't make sense. Nope, they did not. It was just, stuff was just happening. It's happening. <laughs> uh, like, <sighs> if they merge the women's titles, make a mid-card title. I, I, I'm I, cool with that, but the problem is the tag team titles aren't even really getting much. They got to get rid of the tag team titles. Yeah, because I'd rather you get rid of them to make the mid-card title because, shoot. <laughs> you know what I mean, bro? Like, I don't know. What can we do? And 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 the sad part is, even with a mid-card title, y'all, you still need good storytelling with the women. They need a that's, lot. That's the problem. You keep yeah, People keep asking for titles. You keep asking for props. Mm-hmm. But if there's no death behind said prop, why should we as a viewer, consumer, give a shit? If the, if the bookers don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. I'm like, yes, do, do I think the women should have more titles? Yes, if the story is there. Don't just have a title just to have a title. That's, that's been my, my minor gripe with a lot of AEW's titles. Because a lot of those titles just they are just there. There. Mm-hmm. So it's like, get, like, stuff like that. That's, that's all I'm saying. Like, If you're going to introduce mid-card titles for the women, make it make sense. Because I believe it was reported somewhere that this was originally supposed to be a triple, two triple threat matches where the winner becomes the number one contender for the Raw Women's title. So that's what I'm saying. This entire show was just rewritten on the fly. Which is a very Vince move. It's a very Vince move. But at the same time, it's like, huh, if this is the norm? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it's very hard to call how to feel about this given the announcement of the sale because you're like how much of this is you guys trying to do like what we just said about mania giving our thoughts of the presentation and the vibe of the celebrities the vibe of the, the stage the look the feel and we're like man this looks like something you would prep up for a potential sale next thing you know in the night two right around the time me and gresh go to sleep and wake up oh surprise we're officially sold to endeavor and you're like Huh? <laughs> and then you're like, next thing you know, you're like, well, okay. And then you see this raw, and you're like, so like, y'all got it? y'all money, y'all got y'all bag, and that's that. <laughs> what, does this, what does this mean? <laughs> what and, are we? And then the first thing we saw was this. I'm almost say being like the next person, but we really back to him in squash matches. 
So we back to square one again with mm-hmm. Omos. That was my gripe because I was praising his match with Braun Strowman in Saudi mm-hmm. because it was a fun match. And then they were back to squash matches. Mm-hmm. He went away for a minute and then Brock said, fuck the supernatural shit with, with Bray Wyatt. I want Omos. Cool. The match was short. It was fun. I praised it last night, but then we're back to him in squash matches. Crazy, bro. What are we doing here? It's like <laughs> y'all, y'all don't want to do anything but pair him with another big guy to then lose and then go back to this squash match stuff. That only works for so much. We're not going to care. I, listen. And this is for the people who will probably say, oh, but if they listen, I literally go on record every time I get a chance to. And I say, AEW needs to do something more with Jade Cargill instead of squash matches to build up her street. Mm-hmm. AEW needs to do stuff, do, do, do more stuff than have at one point having powerhouse Hobbs doing squash matches on dark. WWE needs to do something with Omos, put him in a faction or something, reunite the Hurt Business or something. Or just keep it, or just stop. Just keep him as a, a special attraction. Mm-hmm. If you just want to, because you want to take advantage of the giant, but it's hard to care if it's just a squash match again. I'm like, because this is coming, I'm a storyteller. I love stories. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Like, it's, uh, what else happened on this show? Um, <laughs> Ooh. We just we just skimming through like literally for those of you who are tuning in for a full length raw review you're not getting and we're literally just talking about what we we, we talked about on this show. Uh, oh, um, Seth Rollins for some reason was backstage cutting the interview, and then he came out for his entrance. Crowd singing, oh, oh you know, mm-hmm. he went to commercial break. Came back, crowd was still singing, and Seth just left. That's the whole segment. <laughs> <laughs> no, no feud. No feud. No surprise. No promo. No, promo, no surprise. No He's just, just sitting there, the crowd was singing. They try to write it off and say, oh, this is his victory celebration. And I'm just standing there like, I'm just sitting here on my chair like, and 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 it leads me to wonder. Clearly, WWE hasn't worked anything out with Logan Paul because his name wasn't even mentioned at all from Seth. So it was like, um, okay, <laughs> Seth pulled a Lacey Evans. Literally, remember when Lacey Evans yes. was first caught up on Raw on Main Roster and she was walking out, did her entrance, and walked right back. Yeah, that literally was was this <laughs> good? Good call, Ken. Yeah, that was that's basically what happened in a sense. Yeah, <laughs> like what the freak, bro. Uh, you could have um, you could have just had gave him the night off. I mean, I, I you, you literally could just did what you did because the thing is they showed the promo package of his match. Mm-hmm. You oh, just and did that. Shout out to the camera showing uh, Ice Cube's son out there, you know, doing the chants with the crowd for whatever reason. So yeah, oh yeah, that was O'Shea. I yeah. was like, I was like, why y'all keep putting it? I'm like, all right, yeah, we're in Hollywood still, yeah. <laughs> they said Seth, uh, this dude on Twitter says Seth dressed like Ron Isley. Because <laughs> his, his, atti- his attire had faces on it. Yeah, basically. That's that's what he was going for, I guess, you know. Like, if if, if everybody follow, if anybody followed me on Twitter, you literally, I was, the entire night I was tweeting. That's it. 
<laughs> I'm pretty sure Twitter was like, you already, I'm, I'm surprised Twitter didn't say you already tweeted that. I'm like, well, that's all I got. <laughs> I usually have jokes. I ain't had nothing. nothing. And then they, they teased uh, Bobby Lashley versus Bronson Reed. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. That, that, I'm interested in that. We'll see and how then, that And then they had uh, Ali interrupt Bobby. And I'm like, oh, oh no. I saw Bobby dressed to compete. Then I looked at Ali. I'm like, oh no. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. And then, and then soon as Ali did his, his positivity shtick, Bobby just yeeted his ass all over the place again. And I'm like, bro, again? You're getting your ass beat again? Again. Again? And what do we what? It's like how many times do we have to witness that? I don't know. Just that's an every week thing for him at this point. He's getting his ass. He, didn't he get his ass beat last week by Seth? Pretty much. Like, so I was like, why is this happening? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Bel Air was out there. Uh, it's, mine is Coco. Uh, that was an L right there, but she probably had something better to do. And I don't blame her. Now, this, this show was scared of bitches. Just saying. When you say Coco, are we talking about Coco Jones? She was with Bianca? No, she's the show, the TV show, Bel Air. Oh, okay. When they had the Bel-Air cast out there, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. She probably was like, "Yeah, no, nah, bump that. That ain't my type." <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "Yeah, I got that. Yeah, 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 yeah I got that." I, was, I, I really feel bad for that cast because I'm like, I mean, the camera hyped y'all. Y'all look like y'all was hyped to be there, but come on, man, y'all can't tell me y'all was enjoying that. Oh, I'm pretty like, sure they didn't say that the whole time. They've been pretty sure as soon as they got off the camera, they said, "Yeah, we done." <laughs> like, yeah, I'm going home. There's yeah, no we, way. Because it's Peacock, and you're like, oh, we, we just yeah. completed our contractual obligation. We're mm-hmm. done. Yeah. Uh, next up. Uh, what else? After that, uh, <laughs> everybody started tweeting, what the hell was that? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's all we got. Uh, we did get one return. We'll so- get to that, but uh, this is what I said after that Bobby Lashley segment. I said, a guy like me would start any company and and start contract tampering with Bobby Lashley's contract. <laughs> I will pay him a million dollars just to be my champion. That's how I, I was just, it's like, it was at this point after the Bobby Lashley, all these seconds, I just started tweeting random shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, yeah, you, at this point, yeah. Yes, she is. She is. Coco is a nice we- chocolate. We were robbed multiple times of not even being able to see an ounce of that on Raw, but hey. Um, Bianca came out for a promo. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got too, man. Um, always a pleasure to see Bianca on my screen. Uh, but again. Ripley came out and they basically teased a future match. I'm like, Survivor Series is like in November. Mm-hmm. We running that back? We The champion merged. versus champion, brand supremacy crap? We doing that again? <laughs> oh, Lord. Yep. This ain't looking good, dog. <laughs> this ain't looking good, dog. I'm like, alright, alright. Uh, what else? What else happened on this show? I'm literally going based off of my tweets. That's how little notes I took of this show. Uh, all right. P 
people still trying to figure out why Seth Rollins came out there and did nothing. Don't don't give yourself a heart attack. They, oh, they had a beach ball during the women's tag team match. Mm, mm, mm. The return of the beach ball. <laughs> and then uh shout out BD. He said there was because he was there at the show. He said there was a beach ball in the crowd, and the security guard popped it and told the crowd to suck it and then walked off. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yo, securities are so savage. What the freak? Oh man, that sounds like a Josh move right there. That's oh, it like, is. Dude. That's why I said good, good. <laughs> oh, and this is when people started trying to tell me, oh, we, we need to get him. We need to start. Like, I'm, I'm sus of Vince's involvement right now. I'm like, bro, we're not. We just need to start blaming Paul. Let's, let, let's, let's, because Triple H is literally the, uh, learned from that man. We're not gonna add, we're not gonna add like Triple H didn't just learn, spent years learning from that man. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then we got the main event or sort of main event. That's literally that's literally the show. Nothing happened on this show. Well, oh, the Miz came out, and we got the return of Matt Riddle and Speedos. Yeah, Matt Riddle's back. No Randy. Sorry, guys. No Randy. We just got Riddle. Um, the crowd popped. Did they? Had a lot of bros. From what I heard, they they popped pretty nicely for it. They chanted "bro" a lot, and that was just it. Oh. <laughs> Unless Kevin Dunn piped in the bro chance. Who shit, who knows? Uh, they had a lot of they had a lot of hand movement, so it looked okay. Good. Okay, so uh, no, I'm I'm literally I li- as soon as I saw him, I just looked down. I literally blacked out for the rest of the show. <laughs> I don't No, play. he didn't have the grills in his mouth. So nah, I, I blacked out for the rest of the show. I I, I'm I not even gonna hold you. I mean, I I don't blame you. Like that out of anybody returning, nobody, and I mean nobody called for riddle. <laughs> Not one. I heard Orton. I heard Jay White. I heard. See, no, that's Maybe the thing. Who, told, who, who said Jay White was coming? I don't know. I'm just throwing out names that. I'm people... talking about like that's a genuine question too. Like who, who told the world that Jay White was going to appear? Like this is this is how I looked when people say, "Oh, Jay White's coming." I'm like, <laughs> okay. Uh yeah no you're right I mean people have been saying this man was coming since the Royal Rumble at this point if you ain't see it today and you ain't see it over the weekend and you ain't see it at the Rumble get rid of it <laughs> just get rid of the thought of Jay I don't want to hear Jay White's name ever again at this point okay treat it like CM Punk y'all remember y'all remember them times y'all used to be like oh man CM Punk what if he shows back up hey CM Punk what if he comes back and you never got it. Oh man, they're gonna be in Chicago. No. Con- congrats. Oh, we sk- we sim- skimmed over uh, Austin Theory, challenging Ray Mysterio. Did you care about that? God, Lee. he really is going on a legend killer thing, isn't he? Oh my God. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> what the freak, bro? That's the that's the thing now. I guess they're just gonna have them go after these legends. 
That was a, it was a good match. I'm saying the matches were good. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. It was just weird. Like the whole show was just all over the place. Nothing synced. If that makes sense, it's just like they just say, okay, we had to produce SmackDown, mm-hmm. the Hall of Fame, NXT Stand and Deliver, Night One and Two of WrestleMania. Let's just go to Raw and just get it out the way. That's True. literally what this entire show felt like. It was just like, yeah, we, we don't. Not to we mention, don't know. That, you know what I mean? So just hitting randomize just made everything just go. That's what I'm saying. Everything was good. If it just if nothing just synced though, mm-hmm. everything was just coming out of nowhere. That's what that's my that was my thing. Like I'm not saying everything was was bad. Mm-hmm. It's just everything didn't make sense. It was average raw after WrestleMania, which is we haven't had we haven't had surprises. Let's not get on here and pretend that we didn't have like we've we've been having surprises every year. We haven't had surprises on Raw after Mania in my opinion since like twenty six fifteen fifteen yeah. right. Like, Last prime years of NXT Black and Gold, somewhere around that time. So it's been a minute. So, so like, if, if people went into this show expecting, like, 100% surprises, sorry to disappoint. I went in this show thinking they was going to follow up. Like, either, or restart, like, restart some things or introduce some new things. Yeah, we got Cody and Brock. I'm guessing they're, they're teasing uh, Rhea Ripley and Raquel. Or live, because now Rhea Ripley's on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Damage control is still a thing. For whatever Bailey reason. wasn't there though. No Bailey. Yeah, that's so I'm like no Becky, no Bailey, no. And they Bailey. lost, so now it's going to be Raquel and Liv versus Becky and Lita next week. And then what else? What else was announced? Oh, the Miz and Elias. Oh God. <laughs> no, not Miz and Elias. Miz and Riddle. Miz and Riddle. They're gonna oh. after that attack, so it's gonna be Miz and Riddle, and a, and and poor Elias, they 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 fed him again to Omos, and I'm like, bro. <sighs> yeah, they they. <laughs> what the heck, bro? That's all I can really say. I'm just like, and it's like I hate that whole notion where people are like, oh, you should you shouldn't go into these shows. What do you expect? They, should, they, they like I'm like, bro. If you're a wrestling fan, and I mean a real wrestling fan, you want to be surprised. Mm-hmm. Why do you think a lot of people, the, those first two years of AEW, even though they still have their, some surprises now, but those first two years of AEW had people's attention hooked because they knew something was going to happen that you did not expect. Mm-hmm. And that's what you look forward to when you're watching wrestling. This mm-hmm. show was just autopilot. It was just whatever. And it's like, you ain't get no call ups. You ain't get no 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 like and and I understand people like, but why why does every raw why does everything have to be predictable? Sometimes good predictability isn't a bad thing. If there is a call up, like if if you feel like somebody's ready, like Roxanne Perez lost her title, that would have been a nice call up. Mm-hmm. Braun Breaker lost his title, that would have been a nice call up to either on at WrestleMania or or at the main or even go to SmackDown. Like we still got SmackDown. Like if they if they, if this week doesn't have any, any amount of call ups, I'm just going on autopilot until something big happens. Pretty much. And, I mean, like I sum that up right there with you, bro. Because I mean, shoot. I mean, again, it's hard to call everything with this cell because you're like, all right, are we gonna get a draft of some sort? Because we need something right now. At least give a brother a draft announcement where you can 
shake stuff up because it needs a bad shakeup, bro. Like, mixture of some call-ups, send some people down to NXT, bring some people up from NXT, bring in some free agents if you can. I don't know. Whatever. Like People saying this felt like a Vince-type show, but since when has Triple H ever cared about Raw? I mean, he had a few solid shows. Back in September. Back in September, like on the road to Clash at the Castle, mm-hmm. uh, Survivor Series as well. So that's what I'm saying. He He's had good shows. It's okay to say that this is Triple H. He was just on autopilot. Like, we don't have to always go by the default, oh, this is Vince. I'm not defending Vince. I don't care about the Adams family, whatever whatever he got going on with, on his face. I don't really care about that remake. But I'm just saying, like, we can. It's okay to say Triple H get, gave us an ass show, an asinine show. It was. It is what it is. Like I'm not gonna. We're not gonna harp too much on it. But it was just like outside of Brock, Brock and Cody, Street Profits versus KO and Sammy, uh, and also it was nice to see uh, a nice positive. It was nice to see them with the tag titles too. So mm-hmm. that was a, that was a nice positive. Now that's another thing. Uh, I have a gripe with the whole doing the street profits thing now and having them lose cleanly like ah because they just did that wrestlemania showcase yeah i was expecting some type of like f finish or something like even though the usos which i guess is another thing because they got sent home (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know what i mean but like okay (laughs) he sent themselves home like could get some kind of f finish or something where you're like all right this is a no contest you know, but it was a good match between the two where they'll meet again down the line or something. But it's just like, okay, to lose cleanly, now what? Because who else is going to contend for those titles? <laughs> so it's like, if they just beat the Profits, <laughs> what now? I don't know. That's like, what I'm saying. I, they didn't. They did not think that long, that long term. Yeah, I don't think I think Triple H didn't draw up the book yet for the shows coming up. He was still playing with what Vince left behind back in August. Sure, sure, we can go with that. Sure, but if nothing changes on SmackDown or Raw, yeah, autopilot. Like I'll watch to get the I'll watch this to get the jokes off. But if I ever fall asleep on the show. I'm going to tell you. Uh, but yeah, we're obviously going to get Brock and Cody at some point. Probably backlash since it's in Puerto Rico. And it actually, it leaves you with a question like, what is next for Roman? Like, is he going to take Puerto Is he not? Oh, I think he's probably not going to be in Puerto Rico. So you're probably not going to get a universal title match in Puerto Rico. Yeah, probably not. If anything, I wouldn't be surprised if he has that whole pay-per-view off. Yeah. So, but yep. Brock said, fuck this shit, I'm out. And uh, hmm. you want to talk about some news that broke this morning? Let's do it, brother. My, it's nothing else really yep. relevant. <laughs> WWE is now a, has been sold to Endeavor, and they will merge with UFC going forward. What's your thoughts on this real quick? Um feels like a major crossover kind of thing in the future uh for sure meaning that i would assume uh let's say ufc has one of their biggest they don't really have like wrestlemania level type stuff they just have big fight feel uh events where 
I mean, it, it kind of fits. It makes sense because if you think about it over the years, when UFC had matches, you'd see some WWE superstars out there in the crowd coming to watch a fight. Um, UFC fighters have always managed to come to WWE, whether they were in the crowd or a part of a storyline uh, of some sort. So I think this is a good little uh, situation to find out what's going to happen. Um, now, of course, these companies may be under the same umbrella, but it doesn't mean that, you know, their talents and stuff are all in one thing. So we'll, we'll see how it plays out. Uh, so according to the official release that was released by Endeavor, Endeavor Group Holding Incorporated and World Wrestling Entertainment Incorporated today announced that they have signed a definitive agreement to form a new publicly listed company consisting of two iconic complementary global sports and entertainment brands, UFC and WWE. Upon close, Endeavor will hold a 51% controlling interest in the new company and existing WWE shareholders will hold a 49% interest in the new company. Together, the UFC and WWE will have global reach, impressive scale, and omni-channel distribution. On a combined 2022 fiscal year-end basis, UFC and WWE achieved revenue of $2.4 billion and a 10% annual revenue growth since 2019. And with this announcement, we saw the first, the, the official reappearance publicly of the one only El Chapo himself, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, because he came out looking like, I don't know what was going on with that look that he was rocking. It was definitely a choice. It, it was a choice. Like, what is this, bro? Why is it like an upside down Nike logo? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, so we're seeing El Chapo back in 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 front of all this. I don't know. I don't know, man. Zoro wants his look back. Uh, good lord. Do you think this is a a good thing, or you think it's going to be something that's just going to make you lose your like you lose interest even more? It's it's kind of hard to call. I mean. Again, going back to today, I mean, tonight, like, because this was official earlier, that might have been another reason, like you said, with Autopilot, when you think about producing all these shows, given all that press that we just saw Vince doing and, and them today, maybe they're so focused on trying to see what all they're going to do for this merger. Raw just wasn't a priority tonight now because of this mm -hmm. news, you know? So, like... God, we got we just have to let time tell at this point. It's just like AEW yeah. when they first started out, y'all. Uh, you gotta see what they're gonna do. Like, is it gonna be like abysmal or is it gonna be such a way? Because uh Vince Man um obviously released, he said, given the incredible work that Ari and Endeavor have done to grow the UFC brand, nearly doubling its revenue over the past seven years, and the immense success we've already had in partnering with their team on a number of ventures. I believe that this is, without a doubt, the best outcome for our shareholders and other stakeholders, McMahon said. Together, we will be a 21-plus 21, a 21 billion live sports entertainment powerhouse with a collective fan base of more than a billion people and ex an exciting growth opportunity. The new company will be well-positioned to maximize the value of, of our combined media rights, enhance sports sponsorship monetization, develop new forms of content and pursue other st strategic mergers and acquisitions to further bolster our strong stand stable of brands 
I, along with the current WWE management team, look forward to working closely with Ari and the Endeavor and UFC teams to take the businesses to the next level. Basically, they finna get more money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> more money, more money. <laughs> and the funny thing is, all this news broke when I was asleep. So as soon as I woke up, I was like, oh, shit always happens when I go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Shit always happens. Uh, so Nick Khan, you know, they did all the, uh, who called him J. Jonas James? Was it Jew Grass? No, surprisingly, I didn't call him J. Jonah James. I think that was, uh, it was somebody I'm following. I probably retweeted it. So, <laughs> but uh, Nick Khan on WWE and UFC TV streaming plan post merger layoffs, Saudi relationship, and more. So basically, Nick Khan made the rounds. For those of you who don't know who Nick Khan is, he is the current WWE CEO. Uh, he was asked answering questions about the future going with the company. The most pressing matter is WWE's television rights for Raw and SmackDown, which expire next year. And in pre-sale interviews, Khan said WWE will start the renegotiation process with current rights holders, NBC, Universal, and Fox during the just complicated WrestleMania weekend. Based on what he told Axios, uh, the guy who uh, he was interviewing, um, based on what he told him, that plan remains intact. UFC and WWE will pursue separate linear TV deals, and NBC and Fox will have an opportunity to ensure the rights to Raw and SmackDown uh, don't hit the open market. Uh, NBC is also WWE's streaming partner with content currently on NBC's Peacock streaming service. For those of you who don't know, the contract expires in 2026. UFC has a deal with Disney-owned ESPN Plus for streaming, which is up in 2025. He didn't rule out bundling the wrestling and MMA, MMA streaming rights, but indicated Peacock would have a chance to remain the home of the WWE Network. So he basically said this. The most important thing is that NBC and Fox, for, from a WWE point of view, feel respected in the process. So we're going to enter those conversations with them. Hopefully it's robust and we don't get out of the right of first window and, w- and we strike a deal with each other, with each of them. Okay. If we're not able to do that, we'll see what the marketplace has to say and ultimately choose the right partner for the WWE audience and our shareholders. The good folks at NBCU have, have been tremendous partners to us. So let's see what they have to say. So basically this is was the subject of WWE premium live events or pay-per-view to return to the pay- original pay-per-view model, which is basically take it off a of peacock and hide it behind a paywall or basically go to $6 route. And <sighs> Jesus. What do you, so do you think, do you think that would be a, a smart business decision to go back after we've been with this uh, subscription service pay-per-view for the past decade? Because I believe it'll be 10 years next year, 2024. Well, it's tough to call, right? Because uh, if you look at AEW, clearly... But the thing is with theirs is they're only doing four pay-per-views. WWE is doing 12. Now that... Yeah, that's true. However, if it's one thing we know, <laughs> we only going to pay for what we actually care about. Mm-hmm. If oh, yeah, we, we don't care about it, we yeah. ain't paying for it. So if they, if they actually build... Let's say they actually do make 12 pay-per-views actually build worthy enough for us to care like start to finish mm-hmm. niggas would actually probably come out of pocket because they're gonna want to see that but if you don't care enough if it's one of those like eh, i may care for a couple matches but i don't really care about this show overall to really want to pay 50 dollars mm-hmm. you're not gonna pay it you're just gonna find a way to stream it or you're gonna do like what we probably would do is just chip in with a couple friends 
or mm-hmm. catch a local theater that's probably showing it and just pay 25 bucks. Do, do a, uh, what you call it? Do a, a pay-per-view party. Yeah, pretty much. Because I already know they ain't finna do no stream, no no theater or anything. So that's what I'm saying. I'm like, huh. Mm-hmm. But uh, the reason why I brought that up is because I feel like in today's social digestive society, they don't want to, they want everything easily accessible. Like that means you have to, convince people to, to still pay for if you if they stay if they keep the library on peacock and hide the new pay-per-views behind a paywall mm-hmm. with it eventually making its way to peacock you have to convince your viewers to stick with ten dollars a month plus come out of pocket with 60 plus especially in today's economy let's keep it real during this inflation shit. do you do you really think if you sitting here like Bro, you got to think about your food, your gas, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like every other thing responsibility-wise you got to take care of on top of paying $50, $60 for a pay-per-view plus, like he said, the $10 for your peacock. Nah, man, that adds up. That's what I'm saying. So it's like you have to, like, I'll keep it a buck. I ain't paid for Supercard of Honor because I'm tight because <laughs> I paid all my bills. I got to wait till I get paid again. So I'm not like that's what I'm saying. You're gonna have that situation, especially in this inflation. Like, there, like it's literally rough out here in these streets. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm like, okay, I can stick with Peacock because I think I think Peacock for me, Peacock Plus is like five dollars, six dollars, or yeah. 10, I mean ten dollars, ten dollars a month, something like that. Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm like, oh, I can do that. Same thing with Super. I mean, with um, Honor Club, I can subscribe to that because mm-hmm. like six seven eight dollars but yeah. you expect me to come out of pocket for a pay-per-view for like 10 i mean for twice that or three times that yeah you like they will literally have to book all their big names on every single pay-per-view mm-hmm. every single pay-per-view if you want our thoughts on wrestlemania you can go ahead and check out our post show for uh for both night one and night two we gave both of them high rating shows um we basically said night one was better than night two uh, we had a nice panel on night two so make sure you guys tap into that it is available while you also scaring that qr code and you can follow us wherever you listen to your podcast um but yeah peacock is peacock is five dollars for me that's what i'm saying like five six five ten dollars and you want us to jump up to the sixty dollars yeah rep- <laughs> you're asking too much it, they really are. And I mean, I understand it. It's just, I mean, again, like you said, because also look at the era difference, man. Like back when WWE was doing those type of pay-per-views at the $50, $60, like we talking about mid-2000s. Yeah, two, all, the way into, all the way into 2003, 2013, because wasn't it still pay-per-views in 2013? Yeah. the network became a thing in 2014 for WrestleMania. Yeah, and see, like, yeah, that was such a different era back then, man. Like, we talking about economy was a lot easier back then, uh, sort of. Yeah, like, sort of. Compared to now, yeah, that economy, not, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Things were way cheaper back then. And it's just like, I don't know, bro. Like, that's not something that's smart to do right now. Now, Raj Geary, from what I heard, mentioned mm-hmm. something about the Peacock deal doesn't expire for another couple of years. 2026. That's what I briefly mentioned. 
Yeah, so like we still have some time before they even think about eliminating this aspect, apparently. But it's like still with how fast a year flies, you mm-hmm. blink and you're gonna be like, shoot, am I really finna do this or no? Nah? Like, and the product gonna let us know if we even want to. <laughs> Cause look how today went, bro. Like, if this is any bit of what the rest of this year gonna be like mm, i'm gonna keep my 60. <laughs> 100 bro like 100 because nah man nah like i'm gonna i'm yeah like, I'm, I'm i'm gonna keep my 60 because we're mm-hmm. not like that's what i'm saying it's like you you have to convince us and tonight was not it Mm-mm. And you can, like I said, you can write it off. Like if you listen to us early, you can write it off as us, as them basically going on autopilot because they literally had to produce a whole weekend of content. Mm-hmm. This is basically another situation where it's just like, okay, they need to really get rid of that third hour. They Which really also do. was a money thing. Which now, isn't probably going to happen either. But it's saying that third hour is always dreadful because it's like it's so long. And if nothing's going to happen, nothing happens. Now, their TV deal's expiring soon, Nick Khan said, right? Uh, next week. Next, I mean, next year. 2025. Next year. So that means if Triple H wants to, if he's with him still being like over creative control now, this is where Vince comes in on if he has any kind of still pull or whatever. I feel like it's going to be a fight, but they can, I guess, renegotiate that. But I don't know, man. I feel like because I heard something about also that third hour makes a lot of money for him or something. I don't know. It's, it does. Yeah, it does. so it's it's weird, bro. Like, I don't even know at this point. Yeah. Go back to Raw being three hours for those special occasions, an anniversary show or something. I don't know. You know, go back to – I don't know, bro. They, they, they're doing too much money-wise, man. I get it. I don't know. What do you do? What do you do, man? Yeah, we all, yeah we're only assuming. I know a lot of people aren't really fans because uh, Vince McMahon obviously during the announcement addressed everything going uh, that basically what made him go away. Oh my God, this look, bro! Jesus <laughs> Christ! Yeah, no, does Jesus not fit Christ. at all. Jesus Christ, bro! Get like, rid of it. Dude got Botox because his neck is already like a turkey. Mm-hmm. Then he got a lopsided mustache looking like a Nike check. Yeah, and he dyed his eyebrows. Like, bro, you you not young no more. At all. <laughs> At all, my ninja. Like, what made you think that was okay? I have no idea. <sighs> but he obviously addressed the... Because remember back in June 15, 2022, the Wall Street Journal reported that the WWE board had launched an investigation into Vince McMahon over alleged sexual misconduct and hush money, and he retired, and I use that as air quotes, in July 22nd, 2022. Mm. But he returned to the board of directors in January 2023 to help lead a potential sale of the company, which was reached. On April 3rd, they they made it confirmed, and then speaking on the Squawk in the Box, these podcast names are weird. The (laughs) Squawk in the Box, the allegations were mentioned as my man was asked about his legacy. Because he's a legendary figure in the world of sports entertainment slash professional wrestling. I've made mistakes, obviously, personally and professionally through my 50-year career. 
I've owned up to every single one of them and then moved on. I'm not sure of this legacy of the legacy stuff. I'm not going to write it. I don't know. I want to say as someone who who had an extraordinary amount of fun, great passion for what they did and wound up with the biggest deal he's ever done in his life. The man said as he appointed as he as he appointed to as he pointed to Endeavor CEO Ari Emanuel, who was sitting next to him. Ari said that the only person who should control his legacy is McMahon. Vince mm -hmm. said, absolutely. When asked if WWE would have sold if the scandal didn't happen, he said, it makes sense. Nothing has ever has ever happened like this before. I'm always looking what's best for our stockholders and our company. This is the best thing that, that's ha that has happened in a long time. All the WrestleManias combined doesn't equal to the magnitude we will do together. Uh, then they went on to do the and credit to Fightful Select for the transcription of what this is. But do you call bullshit or do you, uh, as far as like with Vince talking about, oh, this uh, would have happened if the scandal didn't happen? <laughs> yeah, definite BS, bro. Like, <laughs> definite BS. Come on. Like, you stop, know, stop damn. It, it, stop. <laughs> stop. Please, the cap, stop. <laughs> stop. 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 Nah. No, it would it would not have happened if that man none of this would have been happening if that scandal didn't hop, didn't pop out. Triple H wouldn't have been charged no creative, mm -hmm. no sale would have happened, bro. It would have still been wondering what the heck is going on with these shows. Bored mm -hmm. like out of my mind, looking at you know. Folks would have been clamoring for their releases. Speaking of which, that's there's something, I guess, if you care enough, but apparently the uh, grizzled veterans have requested and got their release granted. So they are... GYV? Oh, I mean, it was in the schism. Yeah, so apparently as of right now, it looks like the schism went from four roots to two roots. Um, yeah. Uh, should be interesting to see how that turns out, what they ever decide to do with that. Cause I mean, they literally just had a pre-show match. So like, and they lost and they lost. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I've never really too much cared for those guys. Cause I've, I've always looked at them as like a low budget, uh, FTR in a sense, <laughs> and for real, like I get it. You going for that. Like, Oh no, we're like, you know, we're not the, the the fancy flip types or whatever, but like I don't know. I maybe they can prove me wrong if they go wherever they go. Cause I'm like, if y'all go to AEW, y'all just gonna get lost in the shuffle. I can already tell that. Literally. <laughs> so I mean you can go to Impact. I'm sure you can definitely do some stuff over there. I mean, they got plenty of tag teams too, but you probably make some noise for yourself over there. But AEW, nah, player. Go over there, y'all gonna be way lost. So, best of luck to them wherever they decide to go. Um, yeah. But yeah, nah, man. Mm -hmm. Just thought I'd address that. I mean, yeah. I mean, they haven't really been doing anything mm -hmm. since they were rebranded. Like they, yeah, they was in the schism, but it's like I can't really clamor and tell you like tell you off the top of my head like some of the best work that they've done. I'm like they were literally just mutes for a minute and then they started talking and then they changed their like they probably was just like okay you know what we, we i feel like we can do more and that's what they did so it's like can't really 
can't really fault them for that but yeah yeah that was yeah so basically basically with the with this sale like if we can't really give too much because we don't know anything but Vince McMahon is in charge he's basically because he I think during the interview he said he's in the we he's he's going to be in creative but he's not going to be in the weeds of things whatever the fuck that means <laughs> I'm guessing because apparently there was an internal email that was dropped where they said Triple H or Paul Levesque will remain as WWE ex, uh I guess executive what what was it what is his title he will be WWE's chief content executive which includes creative so yeah. He still gets input because let's be real, he's still he's still married to Vince's daughter, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure they eat dinner often. Sure. That's why, I'm, and that's why I keep telling telling that no. So I'm like, bro, we, we go, if anything sucks from here on out, we're not blaming Vince no more. We're blaming him until they officially say he's no longer in charge of creative, and then you can start by blaming Vince. That's all you do, but. Raw was just raw. I'm, we're not finna harp on here no more. We already went longer than we than we wanted to. We just want to give our thoughts on that. If you haven't already, make sure you follow my boy Highlight Real over at Highlight Life on Twitter, Instagram, uh, I believe Facebook as well, or is that uh, as well? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Facebook's more Highlight Real. If you want to hop over there, uh, I think I did change. You know, they do handles over there for face. I'm barely on Facebook like Gresh, so I mean. If you just look up highlight real, you'll find me on there on Facebook if you want to follow on there as well. Uh, but also make sure you uh support uh OTS Media and Life's a Botch podcast. That's what they are do- are that's where he is representing. And other right. than that, like this is all our final thoughts on Raw is we ain't got nothing else. <laughs> we ain't said- got nothing else. That's all we can do. Like this was just it, it, like it it wasn't a bad show, it was just nothing progressed. And yeah. and that's all you say. It was just literally just nothing was happening. It was like <laughs> everything was just thrown to the. Like, Which is, okay, that ain't that funny though. Finish the story, okay. And, then and this what? is now the transition of that uh, from finishing the story to get to the next story. I mean, this <laughs> is what it is. So, but if you haven't already, make sure you uh, scan that QR code to follow us on uh, social all social media platforms. Uh, Solo.to slash Gresh. And uh, with that being said, we we will be back. Uh, did I have any house notes before we get up out of here officially? Uh, uh, yeah. In case you missed our previous post-show reviews, the NXT Standard Deliver, WrestleMania Goals, Hollywood, Saturday and Sunday are available now wherever you listen to your podcast and subscribe to said podcast. We will be back on our regularly scheduled program this Thursday for a new episode of the Gresham Leeds Podcast with retro reviews because I am done again i need another break from modern talking about modern stuff on this show but we will be back with retro reviews starting thursday we typically drop those early in the morning so you guys can have a full day to check those out and uh other than that with that being said we're gonna figure out everything that's going on we figured out okay what's next is cody Rhodes, brock lesnar raw after mania was a eh show wwe sold to endeavor group is you can't really talk too much on it. It's like you just gotta wait and see. There's literally a whole wait and see game. Like, if it will, will it will it be the end of the world for me? No, I don't give a shit. It's just wrestling at the end of the day. But with that being said, you gotta stay safe out here in these streets. On behalf of highlighting myself, make sure you guys stay safe for real. Stay safe and remember to always eat, sleep, flex, and repeat. We out. Be breezy.